December 12, 2020, the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The exposition of the first part of this reading will be posted on December 21st, Monday of the fourth week of Advent. Today we will look at the words of Mary. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. As evil came into the world by a woman, so also is good introduced by women. And so it seems not without meaning that both Elizabeth prophesies before John and Mary prophesies before the birth of the Lord. But it follows that since Mary was the greater person, so she uttered the fuller prophecy. For the Virgin, with lofty thoughts and deep penetration, contemplates the boundless mystery and advances further, magnifying God. And so it is said, And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. It is as if she said, Marvelous things has the Lord declared that he will accomplish in my body, but neither shall my soul be unfruitful before God. It becomes me to offer him the fruit also of my will, for inasmuch as I am obedient to a mighty miracle, am I bound to glorify him who performs his mighty works in me. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, is more literally translated as, my soul magnifies the Lord. Now if the Lord can neither increase or decrease, what is this that Mary speaks of? If I consider that the Lord our Savior is the image of the invisible God, and that the soul is created according to his image, so as to be an image of an image, then I shall see plainly that, like a painter, each one of us, forming his soul after the image of Christ, makes it great or little, base or noble, after the likeness of the original. So, when I have made my soul great in thought, word, and deed, the image of God is made great, and the Lord himself, whose image it is, is magnified in my soul. The first fruit of the Spirit is peace and joy, because then the Holy Virgin had drunk in all the graces of the Spirit, she rightly adds, My spirit rejoices. She means the same thing by soul and spirit. My spirit rejoices is more literally translated as, My spirit leaps for joy. But the frequent mention of leaping for joy in the scriptures implies a certain bright and cheerful state of mind in those who are worthy. 
Hence the virgin rejoices in the Lord with an unspeakable springing and bounding of the heart for joy, and in the breaking forth into utterance of a noble affection. It follows, In God my Savior, because the spirit of the virgin rejoices in the eternal Godhead of the same Jesus, that is, the Savior, whose flesh is formed in the womb by a temporal conception. The soul of Mary, therefore, proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and her spirit rejoices in God, because with soul and spirit devoted to the Father and the Son, she worships with a pious affection the one God from whom all things are. But let everyone have the spirit of Mary, so that he may rejoice in the Lord. If according to the flesh there is one mother of Christ, yet, according to faith, Christ is the fruit of all. For every soul receives the word of God if only he be unspotted and free from sin, and preserves it with unsullied purity. But he magnifies God, who worthily follows Christ. And now that he is called Christian, lessens not the glory of Christ by acting unworthily, but does great and heavenly things. And then the Spirit, that is, the anointing of the Spirit, shall rejoice, that is, make him to prosper, and shall not be withdrawn, so to say, and put to death. But if at any time light shall have crept into his heart, and loving God and despising bodily things, he shall have gained the perfect standing of the just, without any difficulty shall he obtain joy in the Lord. But the soul first proclaims the greatness of the Lord, that it may afterwards rejoice in God. For unless we have first believed, we cannot rejoice. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.